Hello, my name is Dean Bobar, and I am the Adult Life Minister at Christ Pacific Church in Huntington Beach, California. As a church, we are seeking to cultivate a vibrant community of faith, hope, and love that follows Jesus into the world so our neighbors may also experience God's goodness. You're listening to our Year in the Bible podcast. If you'd like to learn more about us or to subscribe to this podcast, visit us at cpchb.org. For the Year in the Bible, we are in the book of Psalms for seven months. There's a lot that you could say about this book, which is a collection of 150 individual psalms. I would like to take a bit of time to reflect on what John Calvin said about the psalms. According to Calvin, they are an anatomy of all parts of the soul. Let's spend some time unpacking this phrase together. First, let's start with the word soul. The Psalms reflect what is happening in our soul as God's people. In the scriptures, one's soul represents one's total being, all of who you are. When you read the Psalms, try to read them as your own prayers and praises. The Psalms are meant not only to be read, but also to be felt. What thoughts and feelings come to mind when you read a Psalm? How could you make this psalm your own? Next, John Calvin uses the words, all parts of the soul. In other words, all kinds of emotions and experiences are represented in the psalms. As the psalmists pray to God, whether in praise or petition. Some psalms involve great joy and gratitude, while others are filled with great sorrow and pain. Your current life situation may not reflect the feeling and theme of the psalm you're reading, but it may someday. Walter Brueggemann, an Old Testament scholar, places each psalm in one of three categories. Orientation. This is how God's world works. Or disorientation. So much for joining us we are for fearful, angry, and or dismayed because like to hear life more and faith about don't seem to match. In the Bible campaign, to finally new orientation. How you can become These kinds of songs celebrate the new world generated by God's graciousness. I found this a helpful way to think of each psalm. Is this psalm oriented towards God's world? Is it being disoriented by life? Or is it celebrating a new orientation God has accomplished? Finally, the Psalms are, according to Calvin, an anatomy of all parts of the soul. Think of an anatomy book. It examines and explores all the intricacies and workings of the human body. Likewise, the Psalms lay bare for us all the ins and outs of the human soul. These 150 psalms are not superficial, but get down deep into the workings of our souls and human beings. As those who are both fallen and being redeemed by God. Let's explore Psalm 23, a favorite psalm of many, to see how a psalm can reflect the inner workings of our soul. To me, Psalm 23 is a psalm of orientation. It's been called a psalm of confidence, an expression of trust in God in the midst of a broken world. 
What is David, the psalmist, confident of? Well, we get the answers in verses 1, 4, and 6. Each expression of trust is also an invitation for us who read the psalm. Let's read the psalm and explore these invitations. In it, David says, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The first invitation is to trust in God as our shepherd who provides. As David declares, I shall not want. It's important from the outset to be clear about what confidence David has. It's not that David gets everything he wants. Instead, David declares, I shall not want because God gives him everything he needs. God provides for David as a shepherd provides for his sheep, just as sheep are entirely dependent upon shepherds. Can you picture the image evoked here? There is water and grass, meaning we get what we need. There are still waters, meaning we have peace and wholeness. Let's go on to David's second declaration of faith. I will fear no evil. Now the invitation is to trust in God as our shepherd who protects us. Let's get real here. It's hard to not fear evil, right? Just pay attention to all that's going on in the world. The image here shifts from a calm stream with abundant grass to a shadowy hillside. The valley of the shadow of death can also be translated as the valley of deep darkness. This was a place where evil could happen. You could experience the chaos of sudden rushing rivers or robbery. David experienced the protection and guidance that came from the Lord as his shepherd king. The Lord was with David, so he had no reason to fear. This leads us into the last declaration. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The last invitation is to trust in our banquet host who is always present. One theme from David's Psalms in life is his desire to be in God's presence. David was confident that God was with him during abundant and trying times. But David also desired to return to the tabernacle, the special dwelling place of God on earth. You might recall that David was often pursued by enemies but David experiences God's blessings in the midst of this. The image shifts in verses 5 and 6 to a host putting on a lavish banquet. Enemies may be pursuing you, but what matters is this. Surely goodness and mercy will also follow me during this life, and I will dwell in God's house forever. 
This is a promise that nothing will separate us from God's loving presence. David is confident of his return to the tabernacle. As followers of Jesus, we can make this psalm our own. Jesus is our good shepherd as he presents himself in John 10, verses 1 through 18. When you read that passage in light of Psalm 23, you can see how Jesus fulfills all our hopes. Our experience is like that of David. Jesus provides for us. Through Jesus' death and resurrection, we can be confident of Christ's victory over evil. Finally, Jesus enables us to dwell in God's presence forever. This is an invitation to read, to feel the Psalms, to make them your own. Thanks so much for joining us for our Year in the Bible podcast. If you'd like to hear more about our Year in the Bible campaign, to subscribe, or learn how you can become engaged with us as a church, please visit us at cpchb.org.